Hi, and welcome back to Journal Updated, the podcast about video games that give us choices. I'm Nora, and I'm joined by Molly. Hi! It's February! Yeah, this is our first recorded in 2021 episode. Oh, that's true. So this is the pod in 2021. This is the pod. You might have heard it before. Mm-hmm. Um... It is a month of being chilly, and I guess Valentine's Day is happening. Yeah, this is coming out in February, so almost there. Uh-huh. Molly, did you play any video games this month? Last month? Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> uh, so, pull out your spreadsheet. Yeah, I'm looking you know. at it. Uh-huh. Um, I I played give me a few just the, games. Don't don't stop. Just give me the full list first, and then you talk about them. Okay. Uh, the full list. I'm gonna I'm going to remove Grand Blue Fantasy and Hades mm-hmm. because those are the games I played last year. Uh, in terms of new games, I have played since we recorded last. Uh, Ori in the Blind Forest, Ori in the Will of the Wisps, Ghost Runner, Bayonetta, The Banner Saga, and Bayonetta Two. Damn. Yeah. Uh, the only one of those I haven't finished is Ghost Runner. Because uh, it's really hard. What is that? It's like a free-running game that's got like puzzle combat rooms. It's kind of neat. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's a cyberpunk oh, sword guy. ass. Yeah, sword guy. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of neat. Cool. Um, Ori in the Blind Forest... Um, is a platforming metroidvania type game uh that kind of is fine it's fine i don't know mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people like that game i thought it was okay um i played the definitive edition which added like two abilities um to it that i really thought must have been in the base game but they were not they seemed very essential so i that i'm curious what the original game looks like um and then Orion the Will of the Wisps, which is the poorest man's possible Hollow Knight, um, <laughs> which it, you can't you can't try and make Hollow Knight and have it be bad. You can't. I just want to play Hollow Knight they again. They did. They did. You shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't let Hollow Knight eat your breakfast <laughs> three years before you make your game. Damn. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you just shouldn't do that. Uh, it sucks, and it's pretty reprehensible uh, story-wise. So I don't know. It's it's rough. Um, I don't. It. Yeah, it's it's worse than Ori in the Blind Forest. I think I don't know if that's a hot take or not. It, but um, I've never seen anybody mention or like talk about these games. So really, uh-huh. uh, I know I saw them at GDQ a couple times, which is why I knew about them. And like the people at GDQ, obviously, always like the games they're playing, or almost always like the games they're playing. So. Uh, that probably helps. Um, I, I th- would hope that they do. Yeah, you level. would think so. Uh, and then I played uh, some Ghost Runner. Like I said, um, that game's really hard. You die in one hit, so you have to like plan your combat rooms perfectly and stuff. It's a mm. it's a parkour thing. Um, it's like if Mirror's Edge was more puzzly. Okay, and I guess is how I would describe it. And you have a sword, yeah. Um. And I play Bayonetta, uh, which everyone knows about Bayonetta. Um, that game's horny. Have you heard that? Is it? No. What? 
Yeah, huh? it's really horny. They were horny when they made that one. I don't... What's horny about it? Um, well, you see, the witch lady, she gets uh-huh. naked a lot. Okay. Um, but she covers up her bits, you know. You, you yeah, gotta, so what's you can't... the... Yeah, um, and then she, like, does... Uh, she's swinging mm-hmm. her butt and stuff everywhere. I mean, it's good. Oh, like a like takes it off and swings it like a. Yeah, like a pendulum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. She um, turns into a butterfly, right? Uh, she's got butterfly wings. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I have played one level of bayonetta and one mm, 1.1 levels of bayonetta 2 uh bayonetta 2 might be one of the best games ever made i found that out after playing bayonetta 2 <laughs> earlier <laughs> this month i have played it two and a half times now it's so fucking good i've uh, really fallen off that genre as i've like you know actualized into a real human person uh, when I, I was a young teen i liked devil may cry and all that stuff and like wanted to get into bayonetta and then i just uh never like i stopped playing it the first time i booted it up and then i never booted it back up again yeah um uh, but i, I wanted to be really yeah oh, i was just gonna say i wanted to be into devil may cry but i never mm-hmm. was i got devil may cry 3 special edition from Fry's Electronics, and begged and pleaded for to be able to have an M-rated video game. Because look, it's yep. like you know, like like Dante and Virgil, you know, like the writers. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like it's educational. It's actually woke because you're killing demons. It's like yeah. Christian. Yeah. Um, That's woke. And I liked that game a lot. I played it a lot. I remember taking my PS2 to my grandma's place and hooking it up and playing uh, Devil May Cry 3. And also, at some points, taking my GameCube and playing Naruto Clash of Ninja. Now we're fucking talking. Now we're gaming. Because I remember the uh, Ninetales mode Naruto unlockable character was just like way better than everyone else. Yeah, of course. How could he not be? That was, like, so early that, like, you only had so many characters, and it only went up through, like, Zabuza, maybe. Oh, wow. It might have had some of the people from the tune-in exams. Sure. But, yeah. That game, probably not any good, but I played a lot of it. Probably not. I mean, I played a lot of those in t- uh, Nintendo, Naruto games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I had a good time every time. Yeah. What else do you play? Just Banner Saga? Uh, uh, and then I finished getting every achievement in Hades. Oh. How's I got that? all the I got all the achievements and all of the prophecies in it uh finished. It it's sick. That game still rules. I don't know. Cool. I like it. Um, but those are the like seven games I played. Uh, <laughs> did you play anything? <laughs> uh I play I've been reading lots of books. Yeah, you added a book club podcast to your life. Yeah. Um, I've been reading Star Wars books mostly. Um, uh-huh. I have, I have my list here. Things I've done since 2021 started. Uh, let's switch over to the tab. I've got three ongoing books right now. 
mm-hmm. which are To Sleep in a Sea of Stars, which is the sci-fi book by Christopher Palini. Then I've got like two Star Wars books. In terms of games, I've only played two games this year so far. Yeah. One is the Banner Saga. Of course. And yesterday I played through Sonic the Hedgehog Pocket Adventure for the Neo Geo Pocket Color. Yeah, okay. Because growing up, we had a Neo Geo Pocket Color that had two games. I think it was Tetris and Sonic the Hedgehog. Or Frogger. Or maybe Pac-Man. It was one of those. It was It was a classic. It was one of those, you know. Because my mom had it, technically, so. Oh, okay, sure. Then we had Sonic, and, like, the file that we had on... Like, we bought it used, so that cart had already been cleared. And that game has, like, a level select. After you have beaten a level, you can choose to start there and just play through the rest of the game. That's cool. Um, which is useful, because to get the good ending, you have to go through and collect all Chaos Emeralds. Yeah. I didn't do that. <laughs> no. Fuck that. Because the bonus stages are tricky. Yeah. It's the ones where you run in a, inside of a tube and you have to collect stuff in, and running up oh, the sides the, of the tube. Oh, the sides of it. Yeah, those are yeah. always hard. Yeah, they're still hard. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I haven't played a Sonic the Hedgehog in ages, so. Uh, this is the only one I've played, and I think it looks better than the like ones that it's inspired by, like Sonic 1 and 2. Because, like, everything is... Like scrunched down into this tiny screen, and there's way fewer details on all the sprites. But that just means they have to like make them look better so you can recognize what's happening. If that makes sense, yeah. Like there's fewer squares in this sprite, but it has way like just as much character as uh you know the Genesis. Yeah, you were showing one. me some of the sprites before, and they uh, are sick. They're they're really cool. They're very sharp looking. They're very nice. Um, Sonic looks great. Looks, I like that Sonic sprite better than most sprites I've seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just think that game looks better than the console versions of Sonic the Hedgehog. And so I've been playing a lot of Neo Geo Pocket Color games since then. How's that There's, going? Uh, pretty good. There's a cool visual novel on there that I wanted to play, but nobody on the internet has put out some kind of fan translation for the neo geo pocket version yeah it's just the... the neo geo pocket color so <laughs> there's the psp version you can get a patch for that but it's actually written by the guy who wrote 999 oh okay sure yeah and it seemed neat but and like if i were able to actually like get it going uh i would i would uh make you play it for this podcast but oh lord okay maybe maybe we check out that psp version Maybe. Uh, played some fighting games on the Neo Geo Pocket Color. Yeah. Um, that's pretty sick. I actually, I messed around with one of them and then I played the arcade version or like whatever console it is. Uh, it's called The Last Blade 2. Um, I don't actually know offhand what systems that was on, but mm-hmm. I played that with Curly Um and just seeing like the beautiful SNK sprites and then looking at the the portable version which still look good but just to see the way they have to like parse the, these things down to the fundamental pieces to allow you to understand what they are is yeah. really fascinating i i miss portable games 
yeah, portable games are cool. I also started a bunch of Super Nintendo JRPGs this month. We'll see uh-huh. how far I get in any of them. Yeah. Um, I downloaded a patch for Final Fantasy V to put the Game Boy Advance version script in it um, rather than play the GBA version. Mm-hmm. So I get the better sprites and better music from the original game. And I also started playing Breath of Fire. We'll see if I stick with that. It seems really cool. Yeah. It's, it saves you a lot of time because you wake up at the beginning of the game and the village you're in is already on fire. Oh, perfect. You don't even have to go outside and like retrieve something first. No, you don't have to like talk to characters or anything. That's great. Then this girl is like, I'm going to turn everyone here to stone so you can survive the fire and then I'll have a wizard duel with this knight. Oh, okay. It's pretty sick. Is- if you can turn everybody to stone, I, you think you would be able to just put out the fire, but no. No, there's people making the fire. You're being attacked. Mm, okay, different. Why not? Okay, well, why didn't they just turn the people attacking to stone? Uh, they made their saving throws? Fair enough. It just makes a really it. good first impression in the first like five minutes, and I'm interested yeah. to see uh, where that goes. Because people love Breath of Fire. Do they? Sure. I believe that. It's a Capcom game. I just haven't heard a lot about Breath of Fire. I know there's like a million of them. There's like five, I thought. I thought there were a lot more. <laughs> like like maybe like 900,000 more than you're thinking. Breath of Fire. I'm not seeing that many here. Computer, tell me how many Breaths of Fire there are. Uh, there's a separate link to mobile phone games of the Breath of Fire series. That's not what I'm thinking of. Yeah. I don't know. Are you thinking of Druaga? No. Or uh, Trails? No, I know that one has a million. <laughs> you want to talk about the Banner Saga? We can talk about the Banner Saga. I don't think I have any more games to talk about. I, I don't think to you play do either. And... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Breath of Fire. Sorry, I googled Breath of Fire. There's six. Um. Sure. And the Maybe. sixth one is only in Japan. Yeah. As of six. 2016 to now. What am I thinking of? Whatever. It doesn't matter. I'll think of it later. Tales. It's a it is a numbered series. I know that much. Disgaea. No, Disgaea is only like five games, isn't it? Final Fantasy. Oh, that must be it. It must be Final <laughs> Fantasy. <I'm thinking. laughs> is it Mana? No, I. I don't know what I'm thinking about. I think I just thought there were more Breath of Fire games. I think that's really <laughs> what it is. Golden Sun, Lunar. No, there there are two Golden Sun games. Suikoden. Suikoden only has three, doesn't it? Chrono. Nope, that's another two. That's another duo. Three. Three. Oh, because Radical Dreamers? or <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're getting at? <laughs> the Bannered Saga. The Banner Saga. It's a video uh, game. It's a video game. Um, Where, where do you want to start with the Banner Saga? Uh, at the beginning. Okay, great. Thank you. 
<laughs> I'm trying to find that thing I sent you as like our little guide to talk about this game. I will link it to you. Because I, I linked it. it to you. I know. So it's in our DMs right now. I found it. Okay. Well, I tried. So, chapter. Uh, so, what is this? Six, seven chapters? It's seven. Seven chapters. So, um, big picture. Mm-hmm. Banner Saga is sometimes a grid based tactical game. What is it called? It's not a tactical RPG, is it? It's just no, tact- I would just call it a tactics game. Tactics game, grid based. You got your characters, you move them around, they alternate between your team and the enemy team. You know. Um, the thing about this one is it there's no speed stat. You set what order you want your guys to go in, and then it cuts uh, every other turn is your turn. And only one yeah. guy gets to move. So uh, it's you them, you them, you them. Uh, then other times it is talking to people and um, making decisions... Uh, it has character portraits and text boxes, which I think does make it a visual novel. Is that all it takes? I guess that counts. Yeah. As far as Twitter goes, yes. If your (laughs) game has text boxes, it's a visual novel. Right. I don't think that's a good metric, but it, it's, it's, it's probably half visual novel. It is. Yeah. Because like, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're presented with dialogue choices. You're presented with decisions to make, um, and the basically there's this mechanic around you will have like a group of people with you as you move across the countryside and you have to manage your resources and your like supplies and your morale um with like buying supplies at different places or using that same resource to improve your characters in the battles yeah and basically get through this story and like survive this world um because shit has been going bad for a while in the world of banner saga um there is there has just been a effectively a world war uh just just unwrapped up between uh the humans uh and the varl working together to fight off the dredge i believe Mm -hmm. Um, yes. I don't know how many years before this game that was. It's ambiguous, but it seems to be out of living memory for humans. But not for the Varl. Right. The Varl because are the Varl live for hundreds of years. The Varl are they live until... I, they seem to just live until someone kills them. D- damn, don't we all? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess, I guess it's never explicitly said, but you're probably right. Because, like... So there's a lot of important world building details around all this because the gods are dead. The gods were real and they are now dead and the sun has not set in ages. I don't know how long it's been, but like I the think sun it's only doesn't been set. like a month or something of only sun. I think uh, conveyance of of information is not this game's strong suit. No, it's terrible at telling you things. Which is bad because it's half visual novel. Um, basically, the Varl were created by the gods, and that's how they're made. They don't. There are no baby Varl. Um, but with the since the gods died, there are no more Varl being created, and yeah. they will simply die out eventually. Yeah, that's important for why they act like. Uh, 
dipshits later on. They they sure do. <laughs> um so you have two groups of characters that move on from opposite sides of the world that are moving toward each other and eventually mingle. Yeah. It was a Which, really big map. It's a really big map and you can open the map at any stopping point and like click on any area and get a little blurb about what it is and like what the world is like. It's also kind of hard to parse. There's a lot of stuff in this where it's like, oh, I can't tell where my mouse is or what I'm highlighting because like yeah, the because thing that you too much stuff. The thing that you want to highlight is like blue text that is then highlighted with white, but it's on but there's no like drop shadow or like background or anything on that so you can't see it against the backdrop. Yeah. Um that was frustrating. But yeah. Um you play as uh there is a Varl uh you play as at the beginning uh, named Ubin. Um and he's just a guy. You know, he's he's old. He's old. Yeah. Well, I guess it's kind of weird that they're, like, really old Varl and kind of youngish Varl, it seems like. They just age slowly. Yeah, okay. Because Ubin's real old. He's one of the oldest ones. Yeah, and he's, he's like, a he's like a scribe kind of guy. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, mm-hmm. he writes shit down. That's what he does. Um, and, uh, you, you have a crew. Let me pull up the characters page, because I don't... This whole thing is the the these are all very um I don't know is Norse right for names yeah here? I think so um and they use a lot of very similar uh I don't know what the word I'm looking for is it's a I had a hard time <laughs> with yeah. the names in this game I had a really tough time um keeping everybody. Um, like differentiated, um, especially at one point they introduce a pair of identical twins <laughs> who have one letter different between their names. Hogan and Mogan. Hogan and Mogan. Or is it uh, Hoden and Moden? No, it's it's Hogan and Mogan. Um, so the first thing that you do, you are Ubin, and. You are here to collect taxes or something? Yes, you are here to collect taxes. In the town of Strand. And you show up and there's a guy attacking the guy in charge. The governor, I think. The governor. And that's your tutorial fight. Yeah. Um, This is the last time, one of the last times Ubin actually has, like, does a fight scene. Yes. Um, but Ubin's basically, not much of a fighter anymore. Uh, you deal with that, and you get your stuff, and you meet some other characters. You meet Gunnolf, who's just kind of a weirdo. Yeah. He's like a redhead. He's wearing green. I didn't use him that much, and neither did you. I don't think I did either, because I think he's the one who fucking ate it. Yep, you fucking yeah. lost him. I lost him. You also talked to Eric... Who is a human? He's one of the most useful characters in the game. <laughs> Eric. Is he? Yeah, he can walk through other occupied spaces in his movement. Oh, he can walk through allies, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. When I had... Any, any when I grant willpower. When I was in that party, I was all Varl all the time. That's fine. Because they're big, and they have way more health and armor than anybody else. <laughs> uh, and the humans feel like tissue paper in comparison. I kept Eric, Luden, and... Uh, Ursa? Is that her name? Yeah, sure. Uh, Luden could stay because he's weird. <laughs> Luden is a human prince who fights with a spear. Who you also has... beat. Yeah. Yeah. Some, uh, advantages there of, like, it's some a different range. Like, you can attack diagonally instead of just adjacent. Yeah, and from an extra tile away. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah, he, he can attack from two tiles away, which is also why he can attack diagonally, I think. I wish there were, like, a concise plot plot summary to read. I wish there was, too. It's difficult. Um, because I don't think anybody's written one, because the game's kind of a mess. There's something here on the Wikipedia, but it's, like, too long. Yeah. Um, you are tasked to bring the human prince back to the Varl capital i believe it is yes. uh just for you know it's it's a regular old ambassador thing you know uh diplomacy and whatnot um try to keep everything cool um and luden's kind of a little shit yeah. um and he doesn't like that he's doing this he would rather be doing literally anything else um and you are escorting him back to uh, whatever the capital is, it Viterfell? Is that the? No, um, it is Grafheim. Grafheim. You're going to the Varl capital of Grafheim to seal an alliance between the two races. Yes. Viterfell is a place that you run into on the way, which has a tower. Um, yes. And when. After like so, basically, it's it's not just Luden; it's also the Varl Prince. Um, and through a, an event that both of that left both of us confused, the Varl Prince dies. He dies uh, very quickly after being. Um, they talk him up a lot, and then he basically eats it immediately. Yeah, because you're finding Dredge, which are these stone people. They they're kind of like stone robot guys, but except that they're not. They're not, I know, I know, they're biological creatures, but they're kind of like robot guys. They they seem to be. That's, they, that's the vibe I get. We know that they're mammals. Yes. Because they have baby. They have baby and they nurse baby. Yeah. But we don't, that's a secret. No one knows about that. Well, we Everyone thinks that. that they're just, like, autonomous almost. Um, yeah. And you get lore that, like... The gods created the dredge to be a common enemy between humans and varls so that they would stop fighting each other. Cool, thanks. That's that's great. That's great. I love it when you add a different thing to kill us instead. <sighs> um Anyway, Wagner is the Varl prince. He is slain, leading Hakan to take control of the caravan. And then you keep going, you get to... No, it's not Vaderfell. No, Vaderfell is where Wagner is killed. Ridgehorn is the city with a tower 
it's all fucked up. You show up, you're like, oh, what the fuck happened here? And you find a bunch of dredge, and you find a mage, a wizard, who they're called menders. A mender. Yes. Um, named Avond. And they don't tell you anything about that for a while. Of course not, because uh, ten seconds later, you get to Grofheim, and you come across the like ridge, and you see that it's completely fucked up, burned to the ground, smoke in the air. Yeah. Because uh, the dredge have been like moving and mobilizing like they did back during the Old War. Yeah, it is like an unprecedented amount of dredge who are just showing up out of nowhere here. And then we cut to the second group. Well, it's been intercut. They, it's well, no. uh, yeah. As soon uh, as you finish Viterfelt, you switch to Rook for the first time. Okay, this summary doesn't say that, but yeah, <laughs> it's. I think they did it separately until they meet up. Uh, or maybe it's a chronological thing that I am not putting together here. But the chapter know. one is Viterfelt. Chapter two is Goger, yeah. uh, where you meet Rook for the first time. Rook and his daughter, Alette, who I didn't realize was his daughter until like two hours into playing this chapter. Yeah, I sure I, didn't. I thought I that thought, she was going to be a cool, like his wife or. Yeah, I definitely thought they were a couple until like two hours in. And then it was, somebody like mentioned it and I was like, oh, I see. I was like, oh, that's weird. Uh, Rook and Alette encounter some dredge and then come back to town and tell their varl friend Ivor and they ready the town to repel the attack but the mayor dies yep the chieftain dies and his wife oddleaf is like a cool archer and oddleaf Ivor Alette and Rook are now like this team they're leading this town away from their homes to try and find refuge yeah, because the dredge are everywhere. Which is yes. weird. They are everywhere. Uh, they keep going. There's... A lot of this game is just stomping. You just you're just walking. Right. So this paragraph is just go- telling me like Big picture stuff. But, like, you get to this town. I think it's Frostveller. Yep. It's Frostveller. Um, and this is, like, the end of the first Rook chapter as you, like, decide where you what you're going to do, like, staying in this town. Because I believe Frostveller is where you start off in the prologue. And that's where that governor's been murdered. No, that's Strand. Well, what the fuck? Whatever. Uh, I thought these parties had just missed each other. No, no. In Frostveller, um, Onef is... Okay. Frostveller. You show up and uh, the chieftain has barricaded himself in the town with his people and won't open the gates. Yes. And eventually you find way, you pick a way to get into the city, whether that's go through the sewers or charge the gates what did or you whatever. Do? I went through the sewer. I went through the sewer. And you still have to fight guards. Yes. And kill them. Um, but if you, if you charge the 
gate, I think I read somewhere that Hoden and Moden, Hogan and Mogan, Hoden, Hogan, Mogan, Hogan and Mogan, Hogan and Mogan might die. Oh, really? Okay, sure. Um, you meet them on the road. That's why we didn't give them an introduction. Yeah, they um, they party up. Uh, so. Either way, Echo is the chieftain. He's crazy. And you you meet Onef, who uh, encourages you to, uh, like, act against Echo. Yeah, he's like, hey, I know where they keep all the food. Let's just take it and we'll keep this caravan thing going until we get somewhere safe. Uh, because the town is locked down because, again, there are dredge everywhere. And the options that you have there are, like, how badly do you want to screw over everyone else when you leave? Because, like, that town is shit. Uh, They are, like, they aren't helping people. They're just locked up. And all the people are outside the walls. Yeah. Uh, Seems like a bad, bad time. It's a bad scene. Anyway. This summary is... Probably doesn't sound very good, but I'm doing my yeah, best. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're doing our best. Game confusing. I described this as being like the first fantasy novel in a trilogy, and that's kind of what it. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of explicitly what it is. Anyway, you leave. You fuck off. Um, and Echo comes after you, and you decide his fate. Uh, and you keep going uh, until you get to. Um, what is it? Uh, Wormtoe? Wormtoe. Is that it? Or is it Ridgehorn? It's Wormtoe. It's Wormtoe. Okay. Uh, I don't know what happens at Wormtoe. Um, at Wormtoe, you don't, I don't think you stay there very long. Um, that, right. Because you yeah. meet up with a bunch of other... Uh, Varl. Yeah. You meet Krumer. Um, and then you keep going, and Krumer's like, okay, well, I guess we we should get to Einertoft, which is the 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 second Varl stronghold. Yes. It's got a big bridge. Because um, the other one because the capital's gone. Grafheim is gone. Yeah. Um, so now all both parties meet in Einertoft. Um, and yep, for a bit. For a little bit. You're under siege by the Dredge, and the antagonist of the game is revealed. Of this game, at least, is yeah. revealed. In the form of Bellower, a red dredge, whereas all the others were these, like, slate gray armor. Mm-hmm. This guy's got red armor, and he's immortal. He can't die. Um, you have to, like, Avend has a, a dream about the girl that was dead next to him uh, when you found him in the tower. And yeah. uh, you see, there's, there's, there's a really cool scene where she is talking to this, like, primordial serpent 
in what might be the underworld. Uh, I don't know. It's so fucking cool, though. It's really cool. This is chapter five. It takes. They a make to you get wait going. six hours to get this. Anyway, she tells um, Avon, "Hey, you need to meet me at this town. Uh, it's very important. It's super, super, super most important. The fate of the world is at stake." And Avon is like, "Okay, we got to get there. Rook, Alette, Oddleaf, the rest of you, please come with me." And then you're like. Yeah, okay, but we're under siege, and we, like, have to figure out how to deal with that. And you can either bounce, or you can destroy the bridge leading into Einertoft, because it's like a mountaintop yeah. city, which will prevent the dredge from being able to get there um, and, like, overrun Yeah, they won't the be ball. able to get there. They won't be able to pursue for a bit anyway. Right, and the, the main thrust of this is that, like, this is the Varl. This is like most of them that are left are here. Yeah. And Bellower and the Dredge seem intent on just wiping them out. And there won't be hardly any Varl left. Like, this is a genocide. Yeah. Um, and so you can either help them or you can break their bridge. Um, which they're not thrilled with because, like, the king is... W- wants to retain the material legacy of the Varl beyond their own like Lives. lifespan, um, even if it will be a tactical like mistake. Not even and a you- tactical mistake. It's like the allowance of your entire species to be wiped out. I would call that a tactical mistake. It's <laughs> a pretty <laughs> big one. Anyway, you go to Boersgard after that. And you decide, how long are you going to wait for Juno? Um, who's the, the witch? She's the witch lady who is... Um, what is the... What's the wizard guy's name? She's Avon's Jedi Master and also yes. a girlfriend. Are they romantically involved? It, they say I love you, so... Okay, fair enough. I don't know. It It is... It seems I don't remember it, that's all. You go to Boersgard... Um, like ah shit, no, it's Seagerholm. You go Seagerholm to Seagerholm. is where you wait. Where you wait, and then it's like ah, uh, we gotta get going. Yeah, uh, your your crew is like, hey, we should leave. Uh, I waited probably a bit too long. I think I waited like four or five days. Me too. And then when I tried to leave, uh, you are like, oh, but my girlfriend, <laughs> she said she'd be here. It's like, yeah, man, uh, we gotta go. Um, it turns out couple, waiting is the wrong choice. A couple times, um, Oddleaf has talked to Rook about, like, hey, is it chill if I, um, train some girls to shoot arrows good so they could yeah. be warriors? And you're like, yeah, yeah. Well, um, you have you have also the choice to say, no, uh, go back <laughs> to sewing. <laughs> Get back in the kitchen. Uh, but if you do, you meet this character, Nid, who's a archery ace. She's cool. She's, she's a MILF. Sure. Um, she's, you know, she's yeah. a mom. She's a single mom, just like Rook is a single dad. Um, you know, they're both there is a point where There is a point where Oddleaf is like, hey, if you want to fuck, we can, by the way. I didn't get that. Oh, you didn't? No. 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just, like, encouraged her the right way when she was training the archers or something. But, like, at Sigur Home before you leave, she's like, by the way, you look lonely. You want to... Never mind. Don't worry about it. I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's um, she's definitely down to fuck. But then you go on to Boar's Guard. Yep. Is that right? Boar's yep. Guard. Um, because you're going to take a boat to get to another part of the world. Yeah. Um, I don't remember where, but I think it's outside of... I think it's up to the... Um, to like human lands, because you're in mostly Varl area right now. Yeah, because they took a boat to bring um, Luden down here. Right. Yeah. Um, along the way here, Onef betrays the party. Uh, he Bastard. killed one. He killed a character we haven't mentioned um, yet. Who's a eagle? Oh, did he kill him for you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't lose Eagle. Yeah, I lost Eagle, which is fine. I wasn't which using fine. him at he that point. Which is fine, he sucked anyway. <laughs> <His special laughs> he wasn't ability, very good at stuff. His special ability is to say, this turn I'm not going to take damage, haha. But then, like, it's it doesn't come with, like, and he makes enemies attack him. He's just kind no. of a guy. Yeah. And I don't think you can attack the same round, so... No. It's either... It is either do a defense or do an attack. <laughs> but you get to Boersgard, and you're like, Ah, oh, shit. This town is fucked. We'll have to build some ships using the scrap lumber from the, some of these buildings. Yeah. And also keep the people from rioting when they find out that we're gonna escape. Because yeah. soon... Ever since you left Einertoft, Bellower has been following you. Has been following yes. Avend. He's not happy. He's mad at you. So they've surrounded the town, and you're like, ah, shit. What are we gonna do? We're stuck here. We're dealing. We're like fighting people every day. Um, and yeah, you're you're under siege. Who should arrive? But the other crew. Um, before you left uh, Einertoft. Hakan and a bunch of those other characters went up north to some other town for seemingly no reason. Um, that Just is to do this. this so that they could come back uh, and save the day. And you have all yeah. your characters, both parties together. You can choose characters from either group for this final mission. Yeah, for the final fight. Uh, they also bring you all the supplies that they had. Uh, because that party was rich, and the yeah. human party is not. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, so, Which also I was kind of mad about, because I spent like four days looking for supplies in the town before they showed up. And then I finally got them. I was like, oh, thank God. And then they showed up with like 60 days worth of supplies. Like, oh, fuck this. Hmm. Uh, so, Juno takes Rook out to one of the godstones, which we've seen on this journey. Every so often you'll come across a huge stone with, like, an etching of a god. Um, it has, they're like, lore cool. in it. They're really fucking cool. Um, I think the they're my favorite of, like, thing in this game. You have the option of, like, inspecting them, and then you learn about the gods, and you get little, like, little minor events that might, you know, 
you'll have a party here to raise morale, or you'll, like, yeah. everybody will feel good after resting here. They find fish scales that are really pretty. Everybody's morale goes up. Yeah, it's the god of luck. Yeah. So, this last godstone is the... It's named Strafs. Um... What is its relation? I think it's like the dredge god. Uh, no, I don't think so. The uh, page the about says, it on this thing doesn't have wi- any info. The wiki says that the god helps to create the race known as the dredge. Oh, okay. Well, I'm wrong. And all of the dredge are like standing around it, looking at it in silence as you like sneak up because Juno has like Jedi mind tricked them into not noticing you. Yeah. And you climb up and you take some silver from the etching. And you forge that into an arrowhead. And the trick yep. here is that um, Bellower is immortal, but. With this god arrow, uh, you will shoot it at him, and then Juno will start to trick him into thinking, into feeling like he's dying. And so then you will compound the illusion with, you know, attacking him. A special him. arrow, yeah. <laughs> um, and so you, she will convince him that he has become mortal, so that when you like start, deal a fatal blow to him, he will... Be convinced that he is dead and act dead until he wakes up at some point in the future. <laughs> He'll sleep for a while. We don't know how long, we but at least long. for a couple of years, probably. Um, and then you will like. We can't actually kill him, but we can try to convince him that he's dead so that he's not a problem. It's true. Um, which is, I thought that was a neat plot point. Yeah, that's kind of neat. Uh, you do that. You have to decide who shoots the arrow, and whoever shoots the arrow uh, dies because Bellower immediately like just grabs them. No matter how far away you shoot the arrow from, he's got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah. Um. Which I think is goofy, but whatever. Uh, and then you fight him, and you win, and you get to get on the boat. Um. Well, either... you get on a boat, but also you do a, you know, burial at sea for whoever died. Yeah. And it has to be Rook or Alette. Yep. Those are your only two options. You can go into that battle with six archers, because that's how many archers are in the party by that point. With yeah. With all the parties put together, but... Um, Which would be very to. silly. <laughs> but yeah. That's the story so far. Yeah, um, it's kind of neat. They fucked it up by not putting the snake scene at the beginning. Just put the snake (laughs) scene at the beginning. And then then the game is a million times better. Yeah, I want a little taste of that magic stuff early on. You you gotta show it. You gotta. I just thought this was a boring story about a guy collecting taxes. (laughs) I was worried it would be too, like... In its own, like, up its own ass about, like, its own politics. About, like, uh, we're going to, like, have to make lots of choices about maneuvering through this political landscape and, like, 
look at all this world building I've done. Look at all these houses, these noble houses that I'll, I'll make you navigate through. But uh, instead, it's just a fantasy story. Yeah. It's just like kind of a novel. It's pretty normal. Um, obviously, this isn't like there's a heavy Game of Thrones element to this, right? Like we can't not mention I mean, that. I guess kind of. It's always snowy, and it's it's about, you know, people dying unexpectedly and making hard decisions and, like, dealing with, like, supplies and, like... I guess moving, I just don't associate that with Game of Thrones. Moving through... Well, I guess I read the books, and so there's a lot more travel in the I books. I read the books, too. Okay. I've read the books. But there's, like, a ton of travel and, like... Dealing with supplies and it being fucking snowy and dealing with, like, an unknown threat that comes in to, like, fuck up all of the people who are squabbling amongst each other, you know? Yeah, I guess, but it seems so much smaller than that since it's just, like, these little caravans. Mm -hmm. And, like, even though you have, like, hundreds of people, it's still, like, three people you have to care about tops. Yeah. Uh, Big decision points. Yeah. You have the thing about this is that there are a lot of choices to make. There are. Uh and they don't all feel like like a super big deal, but Yeah. Sometimes they come back and bite your ass. Yeah. Um like I said, I I I lost Eagle when Onef like betrayed the party, and I'm sure I could have prevented that at some point. I don't think I lost him. Maybe I did and I just <laughs> didn't notice. It's uh, possible. Yeah. I just think he's not very interesting. Because like he, he can... doesn't have any lines. I don't think. No, he basically doesn't exist because he he's has no connection to anything else. He's just a guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He's so... just a guy who kind of looks like Gwendolyn Christie's character in Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Like he's got this the short blonde haircut. Yeah. Um. There's a point where he can die. Uh, if you don't shoot a dredge right. Oh, I don't think I got that part. Uh, it was where, like, a dredge is, like, sneaking up on a lat. I didn't get that scene. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't oh. remember that scene. It's, like, <laughs> the first thing that happens in Chapter 2. Mm, don't remember it. Looking at the important decisions page. Important decisions page. It's it's the first one. I don't remember this. Really? What the? Um, there know. is a different choice with Hogan and Mogan, <laughs> who come Hogan up to you and they're like, "I think we suck at farming. Can we come with you? And we have some more people we want to bring with." Um, and then the rest of the town goes, "Excuse me, I didn't say you could leave." You're you're our farmers, and they go, yeah, but we're really bad at it. Why do you want us to keep farming? Um, and you have the choice to either like intervene, or um, not intervene. You can you can cho- you can choose a side or don't do anything. Uh, I chose with, or I chose the the boys. Yeah. Um, because they wanted to crew up. 
And I was like, sure, man. There, there's no reason for you not to. Um, yeah. Yeah. Didn't uh, end up using them after a while, but, you know. I used them for a good long time because that bloody flail move they have is really strong. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, What else we got? Uh, You... Oh, there's like a couple parts where you can ditch Luden. Right. Um, there's like, there's a few, t- like you and I talked about this. There's a few times where the game is like, do you want to punch him? Hey, do you want to punch wanna, him in the fucking face? Do you want to knock him out and send him away? Yeah. And you're like, no, why would I want that? But it, the reason you would want that is because even when you're nice to him, he's like, oh, you jerk. You, you're being condescending to me. And it's like, no, I, I just said you were injured, friend. But- the thing about that is that if you knock him out, you send him to you send him ahead of you to Grafheim. Yeah, which uh, you know that's not going to end well. That would go poorly. Yeah, that's no good. Um. Oh, there's also a character. There's a there's a Varl who hangs out with Luden, who's like, "Hey, don't let him die." I never fucking used him. Didn't use him one time. Yeah, I don't know that I did either. Ursa and Bercy are Luden's homies. Ursa is the witch who has flame arrows, and Bercy is a Varl. He's big. Ursa is the coolest archer. She's she's my yeah. favorite one because she shoot because yeah. she shoot fire. She's also quirky. She's also quirky. She's called the witch. She doesn't want to talk to you. Um, but she does want to shoot fire, guys. So you know what? I respect that. Yeah. Um. Gunulf can die if um, you don't make the right choice with the treasure cart hanging off the edge of the cliff on the way to Ridgehorn. I will admit I was committed to trying to save this thing because I thought it was a supply cart. Um, so I was like, well, I don't want to lose the fucking supplies. So I tried to help him. So I grabbed it. Um, and if you do that, it's like, okay, well, it's still falling because you're not very strong, even though you're a big man's. Uh, and... If you go like, okay, well, I want to get other people to help me. They don't. Um, and then you let go of the cart, which means he goes off the edge, which is fucked, but okay. Yeah, I told him to knock it off. Um, I told him to stop, so he let it go. I thought there were supplies. It's just treasure. And then you have some options of like, well, do we cover it with snow? I didn't. So we I was can like, come back it. later? I tried to recover the body, mm. but they they couldn't, which was also fucked up. Yeah. Um, and then Luden later is like, haha, I sent my guys to go get the treasure. Ah, don't you hate me? Don't I suck? I'm just an obnoxious little guy. And you're like, dude, stop. And that's when you have the option to punch him again. Yeah. There's some other times where you have there's like dredge around and you're like, do you want to go fucking fight them? And I'm like, yes, okay, it'll be a fight though. And I'm like, yeah. And then I beat them and it's fine. <laughs> I was playing on normal difficulty at that point, yeah. um, and that's very punishing. And you have guys go down every fight. Yeah. Um, and I didn't think it was very fun, so I just avoided as many fights as I could. Um. Not as many as I could. I mean, I, I did, like, fights when I thought I could, when I didn't have too many people injured. Mm-hmm. Um, because when your people are injured, they have less health. And coincidentally, your health stat is also your strength stat. 
Um, which means you do less damage and you have less health, which is not fun, but it is what it is. Yeah, you know, sometimes a big guy will come up and hit your guy with uh, health damage and immediately just be like, okay, well, that guy's kind of out of the out of the fight a little bit. He's, he, you have so little health that you're not doing enough damage. You'll be breaking armor from now on. Yeah, but the, the problem is, especially with the human party, there are not enough people who can do enough damage to finish those fights on normal mode. Um, so you just eat shit a lot. Um, mm. in the last fight, I had Rook, and he was, like, my number one guy, and he was my armor breaker. Um, he was out at arrow range and shot Bellower once, and then Bellower, who had 20 armor and 20 health, just walked up to him and killed him in one hit. Because the game is not balanced very good. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's the big bad. Right, but he shouldn't kill a guy in one hit. <laughs> That's not fun. Uh, you only have the- six guys. The fight at the tower was rough. I think all the fights in this game are bad. I was playing mostly on easy mode. I switched it back for a couple times, but I was mostly playing on easy because you don't have injuries on easy mode. Yeah, you do on normal. It's not good. It's really bad. Um, and I think the injuries are based on how hard they get hit when they die, and it's not good. They... They can have a lot of health missing, and sometimes you just don't have enough dudes to field without fielding injured guys, and you're like, well, sorry, bud. You're gonna keep dying. Yep. Um, next up, there's Echel. Yeah, he's like, bro, you fucked up my whole town, and you stole my supplies. Let me join you, at least. And I'm like, I don't but know, man. Your other options there are take as much as you can and run. Make multiple trips to take all of it, or take what you can and burn the rest. I I just took what I could and ran. Yeah, same. I didn't want to just fuck them over completely. Yeah. And we were taking some of the people out of the town, so it made sense to me. Your it wasn't with... nice, but it wasn't, like, the most evil you could do. Your options with Echol are take him and his men as prisoners, abandon them in the wastes, uh, kill him on the spot, or let them join you. Um, I, I just left him there. Yeah, same. We took, I was like, we, "This isn't my fault. Why did you follow me?" Yeah. I mean, he says like, "Oh, we're fucked now. You took too much of our food." It's like I left you food. Also, you were gonna die there anyway, so I don't know. Um, the other thing is like he keeps being like, oh, we're the guys who have to make hard choices. It's so tough out here. You you must be a, a bad person. It's like, uh, okay, man, listen. I'm just trying to get my daughter here out of here, so uh, just could you leave me alone, please? He just sucks. He's just boring. It's not interesting. Who is it? Is it Onef who says, like, oh, by the way, I'm not going to make a pass at your daughter or your best friend's widow. <laughs> yes, I think it was Onef. You talked to him at some point, and he's like, "Listen, by the way, uh, I, I, no, it's one of, it's either, I think it's Mogan." <laughs> he's Mogan. like, "Hey, listen, uh, saw that you are talking to girls. You know what I'm really good at? I'm really good at fucking. So, uh, I, th- I just wanted to let you know that. It's like, okay, okay, man, like that's that's good for you. I'm glad you like it. Um." <laughs> 
and then he's like, yeah, uh, but don't worry, the, the your best friend's widow and your daughter, I'm not going to fuck them. And you're like, this is getting weirder by the minute, my guy. You should just stop talking, please. <laughs> he does not stop talking. Um, Yeah, I, I don't, I didn't, they were useful, but I didn't like them. Uh, there's Oddleaf training the women to fight. There's yeah. Avond breaking the bridge with magic. Um, I I smashed that fucking bridge. That bridge gone. Yeah, same. If you leave without helping uh, or breaking the bridge, then Krumer leaves the party. But who fucking cares? I don't know who that is. So great. He's the old one with the hammer. Sure. Uh, old man with hammer there's a part where you're like oh do we go through this town that's definitely full of dredge or do we go around and if you don't go around this is Hauk-Storp, uh hogan and mogan will die <laughs> oh really yeah, yeah i just was like yeah obviously i'm going to go around i, I yeah. don't want to kill my guys i don't want to be yeah. a fight when you go to investigate this like weird guy, you can get him in your party. Sigbjorn didn't really use him, but yeah, because you know. he's like two seconds before you get to the end. Yeah, you get him right before Beauregard. Yeah, like like literally, I'm looking at these two screenshots. It is uh, two in-game days, which is nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also he rules. He's just at the meat house. He's like, I'm just vibing. I'm killing Dredge. They're all in here. I'm already maxed out. What's up? What's good? Avend is the first character you meet who's already maxed out. And it's yeah. weird because he still has the level up icon on his on his face. Well, it's because you, st- you can apply his stats. What? Yeah, he has stat points you can use. That's why he has the plus mark. I didn't see that. Yeah, you can just add like 10 stats for him. That's cool. That would have made it more useful. I maxed out his, like, willpower so he could keep casting spells, but even then, he still only has, like, three or four shots, and that's it. Yeah, but that's why you have Eric, who can just give other characters more willpower, and also, you know the horn, right? Do you use the horn? Yeah, I use the horn. Okay, good. When you get kills, they they rack up in the horn at the top of the screen. You can click it, and each time you get a kill, there's a point in the horn, and you click it, you can spend one point to give that character that you're on, whose turn it is, a one point of willpower. Willpower is like the resource used to do special skills or to put extra effort into attacks to do more damage. Yeah, uh, very useful. Um, there's also a stat that is how much willpower can you spend in one action. So the yeah. uh, the first thing I I maxed out with every character is number one how much armor can you break in by default and yep. number two how much can you willpower can you spend on an action. They when they teach you armor they're like yeah this is a really important thing to do um, you have to like balance breaking armor and breaking health what they don't tell you is that if you don't break the armor you're fucked period that's it and also I spend way more time breaking armor than I did anything else. But sometimes you have to just walk up to the slingers and like hit them with a big health attack right out the gate, um, to so that they're not like just owning you completely from across the map. Yeah, that's true. Um, I here's the problem is I really liked Orin for that because uh, he's got a cool ability 
His, his class was like backbiter. Um, mm-hmm. and his ability was he could like run to, um, tiles ahead, uh, which hits their armor. And then he would do a regular attack. It was sick. Yeah. And then he stabs you. That's Onif. No, same guy. Same thing. No. I, I don't know. Onef, whatever. Yeah, Onef is the guy who stabs you. Whatever. Anyway. The is he the guy of... who betrayed Echo, though? Onef is, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. That's the, the guy worm... I'm thinking of. He's the worm tongue. That's the guy I meant to say. So, the thing that's not on this list is the most, like... Maybe most important thing. <laughs> yeah! Is, is that you find a baby dredge? You find a baby dredge! And then Ivor reveals his backstory, which is that he's the one who killed Asunder, which is like the, the general dredge, like like yeah. Bellower. And nobody um, else has done that before. And no one else. And the way he did it was he found her while she was nursing a child and beheaded her. Yeah, that was fucked up of him. So, of course, I saved the dredge baby. Yeah, you you have to save the dredge baby. Yeah. Who knows? It's a baby! Maybe I'll have, like, a cool dredge teen in in the next game. Yeah, probably not, though. Probably not. It's not not listed under the important decision, so I'm assuming that it goes nowhere. Well, these are all repercussions in this game, though. Is it only within the game? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, maybe it means something, but I don't know. Either way, that's the, that's the scene where you get the revelation that the Dredge are actually people, and yeah. they have, like, Or genders. there's something. Well, they're definitely people. They have, like, yeah. They got titties. They got titties. They got milk. Yep. Um, they're indistinguishable genderally. Uh, because they all just like wear the same shit. I think the uh, slingers are supposed to be the girls. I'm not sure though. I don't know about that. I'm not. I'm not sure either. I don't know. That was the that was the impression I got. I'm looking at a picture of the dredge slag slinger. Could go either way. Yeah, it's fair. I don't know. The the dredge kind of look like Wind Waker enemies. They look like Samurai Jack to me. Hmm. Um, Same vibes. But yeah. I never watched Samurai Jack. That's just the, you know. I just wanted to check real quick to see if there was a Banner Saga tabletop. Because it seems like... It seems like a game that would have that. Yeah. Because you'd want to like, oh, I'm, I'm playing as a Varl. I'm the big man. Um, yeah. Did you like this game? I liked this game a lot. Eventually. It was okay. I, I came out more positive than I thought I would. Because they introduced the wizard shit. If they had not done that, I would have hated this game. Yeah. I would like, have been... Like, it's a boring start. It is a dry, boring start. It's um, really boring. They They... Start you off with a bunch of politics and like specifically by, by which I mean politicking that is like not that engaging because you don't know who these people are or these cultures are. You're just and dropped in. Yeah. And it's like not that engaging. And then like once it starts to get into the plot and like Bellower and the snake, like the snake's deal is I'm supposed to end the world and I can't. 
I there's can't like some, because you guys are fucking it up somehow. There's some fucking weird darkness that's spreading and it's like scaring the dredge and I can't do my job of ending the world the way that it's supposed to be. It's so um, cool. And also I'm going to blast this laser at you. <laughs> Shoot a laser at you cuz I'm bored. Um it's really interesting. I hope that the next one has like good follow-ups on those cues. Yeah. I hope I hope so. I want to suggest maybe that we finish the other two this year. Sure. Uh I hope they're as short as this one though. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. These games should not be longer than the uh 9 hours it took me to get through this one. According to how long to beat, uh Banner Saga 2 11 hours, which is a little bit more than the 10 and a half listed for Banner Saga. Yeah. Uh Banner Saga 3 and 9 hours, I will point out. Okay. Um, and I'll be playing on easy from here on in because it is a stark oh, yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah. It is it is not very well balanced. Uh, no, but it's interesting. They got me interested. They they did enough where I was like, oh okay, yeah, I could I could see where this is going, or I would like to see where this is going. So, like I said, ten and a half on how long to beat my my playthrough clocked in at uh just under nine hours so my playtime is listed as 9.8 hours i had a little bit of a shorter time because i was on easy probably i had to restart a couple fights yeah i had to redo the last fight uh because my guys kept getting one hit oh yeah the the problem is here's my main issue with this game is that the uh only currency is called renown with Renown, you purchase supplies, you yeah. level up your guys, and you also buy items that are different from the supplies. So, I just stopped buying items altogether. Stop that period. I never did it. I never did I it. Never, I never... I think I bought one item, and then I realized, like, oh, there's no other currencies. Okay. And then, by the end of the game, I had no Renown because I didn't choose to do the double fights... Uh, where it would not let you swap guys, and I think your guys would stay at whatever health they were at at the end of the fight to ah, go to the next one. But if they if they went down, then they started the next round at full health. Taps Wait, my what the fuck? Uh, that, this is an easy mode. I don't know how that works on normal, but okay. if a guy went down in the first round, he would come back maxed out in the second. What the fuck? Okay, well, I don't think that's the case for normal. I could be wrong. I didn't try it because it told me that my guys would still be hurt, and that's not yes. good. Yeah. Um, because they were already injured. So, like, I had to spend extra days and extra supplies just getting them healed. I didn't have to deal with that, and I had mostly maxed out characters. For the characters that I liked, um, which led to me not playing as most of the newcomers Yeah. Ever. And I can well, see because like, everybody has pretty unique abilities. The version of this where like I'm switching people out constantly because people are recovering is like engaging to me, but the balancing on the difficulty just isn't there f- in- enough for me to to feel good about it because it's like I want to have that be interesting, but I don't want it to be super frustrating. And that's like what yeah. I was getting at the time. Like I switched to easy around like chapter th- two or three. Um, yeah. And, like, found I had a lot more fun with the combat. Uh, um, but yeah. yeah, switching to easy was definitely the way to go. I wish I had done it before uh, literally the last fight. Yeah. 
Because then I might have had more fun. Banner Saga, huh? Bannered for Saga. A lo- for a long month, this one wasn't that big. No, this is a this was this feels like it was probably a short month. This is gonna be our shortest episode, probably. I don't know. Next month is Radical Dreamers. Yeah, I haven't I have I have not thought about it at all. Uh but I, you're probably I'll, right. I'll, I'll get you the ROM, but um, Yeah, I do need that. Like how long to beat has radical dreamers listed at four hours so i'm not even gonna think about that until the day before we record completionist 13 i'm not that's not me uh i assume that means play through multiple times to see every scene probably um but yeah um you said you wanted to play Chrono Trigger before you played Radical Dreamers. That's true. I'm going to try and do that. No promises, but I'm going to try and do that. That is my favorite game, like, unassailable favorite game slot of all time, is Chrono Trigger. Yeah, we'll um, see it. We'll see if it matches up to Super Mario World, but... It's we'll a different see. genre. We'll see. It's a different genre. This is uh, Super Mario World unassailable. What? Like, the, yeah, if I were gonna play game. a Mar- if I were gonna play a Mario game, it would probably be that one. Yeah, it's good. Uh, that's the one I played when I was young, but I don't care for Mario, so that's fair. Actually, if I were gonna play, if I if you said you have to play a Mario game right now, it would be uh, Mario RPG on the Super Nintendo. I feel like that's cheating, but sure, it is cheating. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chrono Trigger is just one of my favorites. Um, yeah, I'm excited to play it. I, I know everybody loves that game. So and every time I play it, it's like still really good for me. I I, I still enjoy it. So I I don't feel like I'm just speaking from nostalgia because like I did play it as a child. It was one of my first video games. But like I have also replayed it several times. Like, Nora, I have never. I've literally never heard anybody say a bad thing about Chrono Trigger. Yeah, I know. I just wanted to like. Hmm. Yeah. I don't want to be, uh, you know, talking out of my ass. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, Radical Dreamers next month. Yeah. Um, do you want to do emails? Emails. I have one open, in fact. Oh, wow. Uh, from Alex. Um... Uh, hello, Molly and Nora. At first, I thought I was I wasn't going to replay this game before uh, writing, but then I thought I should at least refamiliar refamiliarize myself with how it feels to play. Turns out the game is much shorter than I remembered, and it took me one day to go from new game to fighting Bellower. Also, I turned down the difficulty because I've never been super good at tactics game. That said, coming back, I'm much better at the actual battle part than I used to be. Anyway, given the arc of the last seven years since this game came out, I think it's interesting to revisit a game about what it means to have a community or to lead people as the world, as you know, is ending. Um, it definitely says something that this is what three X Bioware devs turn in, but I'm not sure what. Whatever the case, it was good to play the game again. Questions. Did you save the go- the dredge baby at the Godstone? Yes. Um, in 2021, does the Nordic aesthetic still work for you? Sure, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think a lot about it. Yeah, it's I'm not bad at Nordic no. names. I learned that it doesn't feel like it is drawing on the parts of that that get used by white supremacists. That's true. Yeah, um, like, you know, the vibes are different. 
Yeah, it's, it's got decent enough vibes. I'm having trouble logging into the journal updated email. <laughs> well, I will read the emails. Okay. Um, and last question from Alex. Given the chance, would you fly a 200-foot-long banner behind any vehicle you were driving? Um, no, that sounds like a good way to die. <laughs> that sounds like a good way to get in trouble. Yeah, you get a lot of trouble. Uh, I guess given given that, but you wouldn't get in trouble, would you? I would, I would if it was a scarf. If it was a cool scarf? Yeah, yeah. a 200-foot-long scarf. Imagine how comfy you would be. It wouldn't have to be 200 feet long. Oh, okay. You know, like 15. Yeah. Just a cool scarf in the wind. You could be a common rider. You could be Shinobi, PS2. That's, yeah. They definitely watched Common Rider with before they made that one, I think. I don't know about that. I just know Shinobi, PS2. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Strider. Um, Strider. I don't know anything about that. Um, Salamancor writes in um, and says, By using the same resources to level up character and provide resources to my caravan, I felt like this game did a great job of making me feel like I was constantly short on resources and just barely scraping by. I'm curious how dire things felt to you on your playthroughs. Um, <laughs> things did get dire for me at one point, but only because I forgot that you can buy supplies. You're like, damn, it hasn't been a supply event in a while. Yeah. I, no, I spent all my resources on supplies because I didn't want people in the caravan to die. That's fair. Like, it, it, um, it just made me not, and also, the fact that you have to do that, um, or here, let me read the second half of the email. Um, however, the one weak spot to the system was the feeling that it was better to keep using and investing in already upgraded characters and being super conservative in play to make sure they were not unavailable from injuries, because otherwise I was wasting the renown already invested in them already. This discouraged me from using as many new characters. Which, yes, that is also a problem with having the single, uh, resource, uh, for your currency, um... I mm-hmm. I definitely had the guys I had leveled up. I maybe got a couple extra people to like level two because it costs almost nothing. Um, but like once you start getting to the point where it's like ten or fifteen renown to level guys up, uh, it's it's too much. You you can't put that much into somebody, especially if you're trying to keep your caravan alive. Yeah, I didn't have that problem. All my characters were at five except for Alette, who was at four. Must be nice. Yeah, it was pretty nice. It sounds great. I wish I had that. I, w- I wish. Um, last email from um, from Ian. Uh, Banner, I hardly know her. Thank you. That's not is the that, whole email. Is no. that the email? <laughs> no. <laughs> the last strategy RPG I played before this way... Uh, oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. The last strategy RPG before I played this was Fire Emblem Three Houses, which I like, but it is weird in that it gives you a ton of freedom and customization options, but accounts for that freedom in design by just making every character stupid powerful and the maps and enemies really boring, so most of your options end up feeling really flat. The Banner Saga obviously has a comparatively novel approach to combat. What is your favorite combat system in an SRPG slash favorite way to keep SRPG combat systems interesting? Um, what's an SRPG? Strategy RPG. Strategy RPG. Okay, thank you. Um, I, don't, I don't usually play these. Yeah, I don't play these very much. I like Fire Emblem. I think Three Houses is the worst Fire Emblem game. Sorry. <laughs> because it's not Fire Emblem anymore. They took out all the stuff that kind of made it Fire Emblem to me. 
Did I talk about Fire Emblem on the last episode? Yeah, the NES Fire Emblem. Yeah. Yeah, you were having a good time with that, as I recall. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I don't know, maybe it was just because it was early in the game or whatever, but I was like, oh, this is just like, I move my guy, I attack, I, you know, usually just win. Or, like, if I don't, then, like, they'll attack, and then when I get my counterattack, I win. Uh, yeah, it, it gets like, harder. <laughs> I assume it gets, it gets harder, harder than that. Yeah. I assume. Uh, the tactical element had not fully presented itself, but I had a really good time. Um, I was a big fan of uh, the Sacred Stones on GBA, uh, as Fire Emblems go. Um, and that one has uh, the weapon triangle and also the magic triangle, which is very funny. Um, I I love Sacred Stones. Uh, I, I, I don't think it's one of the more popular ones, uh, but the Game Boy Advance sprites are so cool. Uh, it's it's unreal. I wish they would make games with that aesthetic. Again, uh, portable games should be there. Should be more. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm. I want to play like Fire Emblem on Game Boy Advance and Golden Sun on Game Boy Advance are both on my to play list. Yeah, that sounds fun. Um, yeah, I just haven't gotten into this space much. Like I remember. Okay, there was one tactics game I played a lot of. Um, yes. It was Lord of the Rings: The Third Age on the Game Boy Advance. Sure. Uh, I got stuck and couldn't get past one fight. But yeah, yeah, it was fun. Um, I, I, it depends. Sometimes I like the strategy games. Sometimes I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Sure, hard to say. I, I, I think part of it is like. I kind of go into every one of these thinking it'll be like XCOM. Uh-huh. And lots of them aren't like XCOM. Yeah. I don't like XCOM. I don't think I do either. I might have fun streaming it, but it's not a game I'd play for me. It's, um... The game's hard. I, I don't... The level of difficulty in that does not feel like if I do something, it's my fault something went wrong. It kind of feels mm-hmm. like the game is against you, and I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's it for emails. It's all the emails, and also Google just broke, so. Uh, that's because I changed the password on you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, I've sent you the new password. Don't worry. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. Um... That does it for our discussion of the Banner Saga. The Bannered Saga. The Bannered Saga. Part one. Part one. Yeah, we'll we'll play those other parts sometime this year. We could probably adjust our schedule, honestly, so we don't just forget everything before next time. Uh, I like the ones that we've got lined up, though. <laughs> I think, like, the next two months are pretty much set in stone, but I think we could probably change May's. This is off-podcast talk. It doesn't matter that much. Uh, so, yes. next month we will be playing Radical Dreamers for the Satellaview. Um, it's not that hard to get a hold of. Like, check whatever your local source for ROMs is, you know. Yeah. Uh, if you, if you know how to patch a ROM and put the English translation patch on there, you know, it's, it's not the... It's not the biggest deal in the world, but, you know. 
it takes some doing. Um, yeah. Feel free to play along with us with these. We always like getting emails. Um, Send us emails. Then, so March will be Radical Dreamers, and April will be Disco Elysium. Finally. 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 I'm just excited to play that again. I specifically didn't play it last year because I knew we were going to play it on the podcast. I didn't. uh, I played it before I knew we were doing this podcast. So (laughs) I'm pretty sure anyway. I played it because Abnormal Mapping covered that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we're doing this. uh, Yes. Because I know that they talked about it. I think they had like a pretty beefy episode on it too, right? Yeah, it's a good one. I want to be able to listen to that episode, so we're playing it. <laughs> yeah, uh, as always, listen to Abnormal Mapping. Yeah. Um, so, this has been the pod. This has been the pod. Uh, cons- consider this journal updated. Do you want to do plugs? Oh, Unupdate your journals. Unupdate your we journal got, real quick. Hang on. We got a plug up. All right. Give me your plug, Smalley. Um, uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y E R, audioentropy.com on Idle on Playtest, uh, where I wrote a tabletop RPG and we're playtesting it. It's that simple. Um Wow. Yeah. It's cool. I like it. <laughs> Nora, where can we find you? You can find me online on Twitter at neither Nora. Find stuff I do at norablake.online. Listen to my podcast on the Export Audio Podcast Network by going to exportaudio.io. Um, you know. It's I the just best podcast. The... Huh? I said it's the best podcast. It is. I also just started The War in Our Stars, which is a Star Wars expanded universe book club. We're reading the X-Wing series right now. Um, we just read rogue squadron and up next is wedges gamble and we're i'm also reading the new one the new light of the jedi which is from the disney's new high republic era of books uh that book is a piece of shit yeah cowards fools um we'll talk about it on the podcast yeah and now consider this journal updated it's updated baby Oh, 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 oh,